0: Watch Who. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan.
1: And I'm new to watching whom?
0: Watching for the very first time.
1: The very first time. Ah!
0: Uh, ah! Uh, ah! Uh. The earth is hungry.
1: (laughs) Is that what you planned as well? Or did you not plan anything again?
0: That's what I planned. I've been taken by the earth, haven't I? Sure, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's Frontius this week, everyone. Welcome back. Frontios. Frontios. Frontios.
1: We're both a little bit ill. We should say that. Like I'm better yes. than what I was. We are a bit like recording this ourselves because when we were due to record, I couldn't message Mark. Like I can't even look at a screen. I can't even look at the TV. I couldn't do anything. I did try. I started it then, and um, I did the first episode. And I was like, I don't even know if I've watched anything. I've had to go back and rewatch it. I was like, I can't. It was horrific.
0: Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. We did the awakening. Then we had our, our London trip.
1: Yeah, which is on. why we both got ill.
0: Which, yeah, and now we're sort of ill. And then, so I watched this quite a while ago when we were supposed to record. So you've watched it fresher than me.
1: Oh, well, that doesn't promise anything at this point. Honestly, that first record, that first, I watched episode one, definitely. And then I've looked, I'd also watched episode two. I don't remember because... I was so ill; I couldn't look at TVs. So I was like, "Half it, oh, it was horrific." And so I went back and watched. I don't really remember a lot of episode one. But I went back and watched episode two because I was like, "I don't even remember it starting. I don't remember going into episode two. I was so ill."
0: <laughs> Good luck to us then, talking about BTS to to today. <laughs> <laughs> but since we last recorded, we've had the two new. Episodes of Doctor Who on TV, the two specials. I've watched them both. Oh, have you? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I watched
1: the, we're recording on Monday. So I watched it late Sunday evening, Blue Yonder, whatever it's called. And the first one I watched like again a few days after it came out.
0: I'm enjoying them.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? Like, I've talked to a few people about it. I think I really enjoyed the second one. I thought there was a little, i just, I think maybe it's just because it was a two of them. So there's a little bit more time for like that character story thing. But they're just, to me, they're just fun, one off for the 60th specials. Like obviously they'll live in the canon, but they're not a series. They're just, to me, they don't seem like part of the series. In the same way that like the Five Doctors, that's how I feel of it. In the same way, like when I've watched the Five Doctors and it felt just like this one off, fun thing that you could like come into and enjoy this feels like it's like its own little mini storyline you know like why has he got this old face again and we get to revisit some characters that we've had previously and it's uh, and also like i'm sure there is canon to it obviously there is because it's but it feels just like its own little mini for the 60th storyline of fun that's how i see it i don't see it as like part of the main series I think like if they bring it out I don't think what series are we on now 13, 14 what are we on I don't even know
0: of the new series yeah oh I I've lost count
1: because Flux was your last one wasn't it I don't even know what series that
0: was well no this would be like the special yeah Yeah. it would be like the three specials they'll come out as like
1: either individually or little three specials together that's how they'll come out they won't come out as part of like, I don't know, whatever we're on, 14, 15, 21, I don't know what the freak we're on. I'm not allowed to watch it, am I? So, But Mark's allowed me to watch these specials.
0: I don't know, I'm just feeling a bit weird. You talk- it's weird you're talking about new Doctor Who <laughs> and sort of releases and like, I don't know, it's just really weird. Let's go back to the 80s for now. Let's just all go back. Let's stop talking about this because it's making me feel weird. <laughs>
1: Mark's finding me talking about Doctor Who. That's all we do,
0: okay? (laughs) Yeah, but I'm. My mind is in season twenty-one right now. I can't. um, Well, I know I enjoyed the new ones. I will just say, but oh, don't go on Doctor Who Twitter.
1: I've avoided it. Those
0: episodes. I know it'll be the worst place in
1: the world, so I've
0: avoided it. Oh my god! I can't even go into all these debates that this last episode's come up. Anyway,
1: what I will say is. I think that this has always been the case, right? And then people sort of forget about it. Like, Doctor, do you know what I mean? Like, I think back to, like, I, mean, I remember, I don't remember a lot of stuff, but I remember it being in the news and stuff about, like, John Barrowman's character and, like, you know, oh, and he's gay and he was kissing a man, all this so, You know, now we don't even think about it. Like, and, he, I mean, he went on to have his own series. You're know Like, I don't think about stuff like that. This has always been the pattern, and also, I what's really interesting actually because we are doing it in classics and we go through in order, but there's definitely been things in the past that were like of their moment. We've had stuff about the EU, we've had stuff about, had stuff about all this sort of stuff. It's always been about the times and what's present and the topics of the now, putting it in this like futuristic that's why it's always done. That's really evident and obvious.
0: Well, let's see what we can find out in front of us then. Let's yeah, well, yeah. Let's go into today's story. I've watched quite a few times. I got this on video for my 11th birthday. Oh. And I know that because there's a picture of me and my cake and the video. Uh, next to <laughs> so you got
1: a few, I think, for your 11th birthday, did you? I'm sure we've mentioned the cake and...
0: Oh, there's well, there's a few different... Uh, yeah, every birthday seemed to be a video and a...
1: Oh, look at you. Well hang on what other videos in that little set
0: oh it's a double it was the awakening and frontier so it was a, a two double whammy. one that's my immediate memory of it and i haven't really watched it very much that many times since so going into it i was tr- trying to make notes of being like right actually i'm going to try and follow the story a bit more and really sort of get try and find another layer to it if i can <laughs> oh i Let's just talk through the story then, and just see what you remember as well. I'm <laughs> to remember. Um, well, it starts off like a bit like a new series episode with this with that man going under the ground, and you you see something strange is happening. Which I didn't realise until I was looking up. That guy that goes under the ground in the first place is that old leader.
1: Ah, okay.
0: About which I didn't. Make that connection, which is probably everyone's like, oh, that's really obvious. It's but a I lot of realize... the first
1: episode I don't remember, so yes.
0: Okay, well, you remember the guy going under the ground, I sort
1: right. of remember that, but I don't remember much detail of like who he was. So, and if you're saying the same until now, then yeah,
0: oh, this is gonna be a tricky one, right? Um, well, the story's all in studio, so it looks like in terms of going underground and the colony, there were some and really good
1: shots, especially when they were like went into the thing, and like some of it looked really cool. I thought they were actually somewhere else and had had a few filming locations for
0: some bits we see oh tegan has got a new outfit let's do clothes watch
1: I didn't even clock that I oh, clocked no. her heels though when she was running she's still in bloody little kitten heels
0: she's still in the heels but she's got I mean it's not that different an outfit it's like a leather skirt and sort of white with red and black sort yeah, of yeah yeah I hadn't it.
1: clocked it. Was a, I mean to be fair it's been a while since we watched the last one I hadn't clocked since that it was a different outfit okay
0: so she's well at least she's changing every couple of stories now. Um, and Who the isn't is like, changing Turlo? <laughs> is Turlo. Turlo still in his uniform, really weird. And we've got into this sort of routine of like the Doctor doing something in the TARDIS before the story starts. So he's doing a bit of a home edit and like tidying up, or with the hat stand and stuff. And then the TARDIS lands down, and there's these. So the concept of this story, there's this colony that's crashed so the ship has crashed landed and everyone's been living there for like i don't know years and years like uh, over 30 years it came down in a meteorite thing and they're having these regular meteorite attacks and nobody knows why or what's going on meanwhile also every now and then somebody sort of disappears and there's a mysterious death okay i'm sort of recapping for audience and for you because <laughs> <laughs> <So.
1: laughs> no, also like you meet those people at the start i can't remember names but they're very chill and they're like oh yeah well you know we just got these shots on I mean, you want people dying they're like what
0: i like how they are accepted straight away so it's mr range and then his daughter yeah who i always thought was called lorna but actually she's called norna when I looked it up, unless TARDIS wiki has written that differently. Norna. I, I think you I are right. I think it is Norna. No, it's Norna.
1: I'm sure that's what it was in
0: subtitles.
1: Oh. Actually, I've still got the last credits. Do you want me to see what her name is?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it must be Norna, but I all, I've always called her Lorna and I've written Lorna down. I've
1: got, It's called like, Tegan right now. One sec. Tegan. I Norna. Hello. Is... Raisin. Norna.
0: It is Norna, yeah. Well, I do not just lot.
1: Norna. Okay,
0: well, let's call her Lorna from now on. We always do this. <laughs> so Mr. Ranger Norna. Are quite... Lorna. Norna, no, Lorna.
1: you can't do it even.
0: <laughs> Norna, She's called... let's call her Norna. That's her name. Okay, we'll call her Norna. I like how they're, it's sort of like this medical facility and the doctor's getting straight in, helping out. Tegan's quite helpful as well. And Turlo, they work... I think they're quite a good team in this, all of them together.
1: Yeah, and people have quite a bit to do in this.
0: Well, they've all got a bit to do. Should we just go all over? Let's not go in all yeah, yeah, Let's just yeah. talk about that. Because Turlough actually has the most he's probably ever done. Since I know, the yeah. Story.
1: And he's really good in this. When Like, the end of that... I think it was the end of the second episode when he comes in. He's in that shock. It was really good. I'm sure it's the end of the second episode. Because I rewatched it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bit later on. So he... And there's sort of hints while they're talking about stuff. And then he's sort of mem- remembering. And it's about, it's the first thing we've had about his people, where he's from. Yeah. It, you know, stuff. So it's sort of like a race memory of like his people were attacked by the Tractatus long ago. But finally, I, and when I, that was happening, I was thinking, I bet you're like pleased about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. He
1: had something like, and he did it really well and it was, it was effective. Yeah, I, I, I was a fan of it.
0: Yeah, and I, he also has, you know, he's helping out the doctor and Tegan as well. When he's got the hat stand pretending it's a gun and stuff, he's and actually, it's Tegan, Turlo, and Norna working as a team together when they've got to go and get that battery. I wrote down they've got. A yeah, that for was the in the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's basically the ep- the story of the first episode.
1: All of that stuff, all that scene, like they go in and then they're going down the street. All of that looked amazing, and they were going through like. Lead legs were popping, all of that stuff looked really cool, I thought.
0: Because I don't know if we've had that before. It's you know, where they do like a glass shot where it's like them, like little in the studio, and then yeah, you see all the rafters and stuff, and that's like painted on, like they're doing like sort of films and stuff. I don't know if we've had a lot of that before. I
1: don't know, but it was really effective.
0: It looks really good, yeah. And and you feel like they're going through this ship, and there's different levels and, and things like that. But I quite liked Journey for the battery. I thought it was like a <laughs> <the> battery. <laughs> it really was, but I don't know why it took the doctor and that to arrive to be like. Oh, by the way, have you got a battery? And they're like, Oh yeah, we have got a battery. Well, let's go and get it. Like I don't know why it didn't. They didn't think about it before. Well,
1: uh, we never question these things. You know that. That is the rule. But,
0: but even though it was just something, just it wasn't like action adventure. It was just getting a battery and getting a pulley. I quite, I quite like that. that It was just more T- Tegan and Turlo working together with their new friend, Norna. <laughs> and then the doctor's helping out. And then we get... Well, I wrote down when I first saw him, because I sort of remembered it a bit wrong, I wrote down Prince Dickhead.
1: Prince of Dickhead.
0: The young, oh, right. Like the young guy you meant, who was in... I
1: thought you meant the artist Prince. I was like, no I look like <laughs> Prince. What are you on about? Sorry. <laughs>
0: So, but he, well, he's like... I called him... I would have called guy. him leader. Okay, Head leader. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: why. I, don't why. I was like, why did, why did I jump to, like, the, the music artist? in <laughs> not royalty, but okay. Because
0: <laughs> I misremembered it, because he starts off a little bit... I was thinking, oh, he's going to be this dickhead leader that's going to be like, oh, you're going to, like, capture the doctor and all this. What are you doing? You're a spy and all this stuff. I sort of remembered it in that way. And then I wrote down, like Prince, like conservatorship, like Brittany, because there's that other guy, that security guy, that's sort oh, of yeah. what to he's do. Oh yeah, he's really
1: annoying. I mean, and that's I thought, his point, oh, but like he's ridiculous. yeah.
0: There's always like one annoying one, and then he was sort of telling the younger guy what to do a little bit, and I thought, oh, that's that's the situation. But then actually, the Prince is a bit of a dickhead, but everybody does. They all start working together by sort of end of episode two at least. Even that security guy is well, he's sort of hiding a few things, but they are they do all end up working together at least. Yes. At some point. A bit later on. So it wasn't as, you know, capture you're a spy all this, although we get a little bit of that. But I think it helps at the end of the first episode where the the meteorites come down and it's sort of attacking the Doctor as well, sort of thing. So at least the prince is like, well, it can't. They can't be the people doing it because they've been attacked as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. For me, it was all effective. It worked well. Um,
0: and if, even yeah. the effect of the people going under underground.
1: I thought the initial shots, like I said that first, all oh, that was really cool. I thought it did a decent enough way. There's a lot of detail. No one really knows why they're doing anything. There's a lot of soldiers. There's a lot of people in this.
0: I mean, the, then you get sort of the scavenger people, and you're given, you're sort of fed a little bit of their history bit by bit throughout the conversations in the first couple of episodes. So you're building up this picture that the other leader went missing. He's closed off some areas. There's something. I liked how the mystery is sort of woven through.
1: I think I followed it. I have enough of an idea. Gosh, if I'm going to like. The whole thing. They don't know either. People are going missing. There's obviously whenever people go missing, there's all these inquiries because their lead has gone. So people get really angsty and angry about it. And people are also like, I couldn't work out early on when they were like they wouldn't let them in for the supplies or I don't know. Anyway,
0: but it's like they. I think they're just trying to conser- conserve stuff because they they crashed on the planet and there's not much left.
1: Well, that's the point. Also, like I said, I don't really remember much. I remember bits of it, but I don't remember a lot of the first episode storyline. I just remember feeling a bit like, well, other than feeling ill, I felt a bit like, <laughs> why are they doing that? I don't know. They're trying to colonise their own planet because they've landed there, but they keep getting struck by meteors and people are going missing. And then the actual like alieny things—they're building tunnels, but that's what I couldn't. Understand. Are they building the tunnels, or have they persuaded the other people? I couldn't work that bit out. And then.
0: Well, no, they the the ship was on its way to colonize, and it got drawn in and crashed on that planet.
1: Yeah, but like, weren't they on their... But what? Yeah, they crashed on the planet. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm with it now. They were already building the tunnels. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, they
0: Okay. We'll go. Because then the they can move the planet. Though. We got the tractators, who are like wood lousy creatures but that first shot i mean those tunnel sets look really like a sort of shiny shininess to them they've got a bit of a glow to them i think this whole story's lit really well and i always complain about the lighting but finally oh
1: yeah it looks really it. good it does look really
0: good it looks really good and then when its team turlo and lorna together uh what do we call them oh I'm sorry norna <laughs> Tour. hang on i'm trying to think of a name Tur- Nora, Norna, Norna. Norna. No- Not Norna. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Hang on. No, I'm trying to think of a name for them. Turlo Norna. Torna. Turna. Turna. <laughs> Torna. Okay, Team Torna All right, team are team. down in the... But when they go down, and they, they're the ones that first meet the Tractators, because they walk past and, they, and it's the shells, and then they turn round, and you don't notice they have a whole scene in front of this in front of the creatures that are just standing there still. And then they turn around and, you, and they've been there all along and they just blend in so well. I think that's quite a clever reveal.
1: It was, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good reveals in this, actually. Um, the first, uh, the f- cliffhanger-wise, wasn't great. The second cliffhanger, though, is when Charles and the Doctor gets, like, put in the thing. that, And you see them for the first time. That was a good cliffhanger. Uh, I'm trying to remember which the third one was now.
0: Oh, the... um. The head of that the old captain yeah. in that machine, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, that, that was is a like a really graphic. There's good
1: cliffhangers in this.
0: It's got a bit dark. It's got a bit of a darker tone, and I feel like this whole this season so far, it's got oh, only slightly. And the, I feel like the Doctor's a bit more got a bit more authority, and is a bit more. I don't know. There's just a different tone to the these last few stories in this season, and I like how the. I mean. The way that they do the gravity and get people in, everybody's got to do their best <laughs> gravity acting in all of this, being like pulled along the floor and all of that stuff. That's quite good, but it's a really simple effect—just that putting a glow on it. And just, what do you think of the actual creatures themselves, though, the costumes? Because we haven't had a big monster like this for a little while. The work of excavation is our task. Beneath the soil, we <laughs> can expand and populate the whole of the frontiers.
1: I thought for the time they were really effective. They're not, like, brilliant, are they? But, look, its mouth sort of moved. Its arms are weird. It can't really walk. I think the trouble is because they actually have to engage and be some form of engage. Like, they have a lot of conversation with the doctor, so they kind of need to be able to do all that. (laughs) And that's when you notice their flaws. But in that initial scene when you first see them and they're like these giant beetles and, like, they look... Slimy-ish and creepy And like All of that That looked really cool That initial scene When we first see them Like I was like Oh this looks cool It's once they start And their voices aren't grating They do fit But once they start having to do More interaction with the Doctor Their flaws do sort of Appear
0: It's that that main one Yeah What's he the The Gravis he's the leader one that where all the power comes from and there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of dialogue isn't there between them he's like a proper character but yeah they do work best when they're just the background creatures and i mean they're almost sort of web planety a little bit they wouldn't look out of place on the web planet with all the moths and the bees no they and wouldn't no else. no they they're sort of going back to that but no i think it's the mouth is always the problem isn't it where it's not, if it just moved a bit better. But and the I mean, arms those, in this
1: case, and he says, there's a point, I think the doctor says something and he goes, oh, uh, maybe, I, I can't remember he says, "Like give me your hand. I can't, there's something in it. I sort of had a little giggle to myself as in like, oh yeah, you can't do that.
0: <laughs> when he gets knocked out, he just sort of collapses on yeah. his face. Like, <laughs> <only a> lot <laughs> he can't he can do, do anything else. Yeah. Oh, But no, I think they're quite a, they are quite an effective design. Um, probably not exactly how the writer imagined them, but, you know, for the time, yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, they're all right. I saw one. There's one in the Doctor Who Experience. A, what, the and, there was, was there? What, in the
1: When yeah. it was there?
0: Yeah, they had one. Yeah, they had a whole, uh, um, what they call Tractatus. There. I'll have to show you the picture. of I'm just standing there next to one, like, hey, they're massive. And they, they look pretty impressive. I reckon I, they, I'm, like, close. they
1: seem to be, because, like, the Doctor's quite tall, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What I did find annoying in this story, and it's a classic Tegan thing, Turlo is out of it. The doctor's told that guy, wait here. And of course, she's like, no, he's my responsibility. And I was like,
0: oh. Well, no, she she starts off quite well because she's helping Mr. Range quite a lot. So it's, she sort of paired off with him. So that's Tegan and Mr. Range, we'll call Trange.
1: (laughs) And then they're doing that that like, inquiry thing and like yeah and like jello said like in fear <laughs> like just, like there's a few good moments but that with tegan that whole bit and i was like oh, just love get out the way like you, you're gonna get and that's the whole point of the story we need the story to move and we need something to happen i get it but like i was like Ugh, can't wait for that dialogue
0: it feels like there's actually probably too many supporting characters for the story, because you've got Dr. Tegan and Taylor, then you've got Norna, then you've got Mr. Range, then you've got the security guy, and you've got the prince. Like, there's quite a lot going on. And then the prince turns out to be all right. He's been captured in that machine, uh, and the doctor's sort of working with him. I think the story slows down a little bit. It's sort of part three. There's a bit of waiting around till you get to the end. And even actually the end is quite... All it is, is you've got to separate the leader from... The others are just actual, just general bugs, and the leader's given them the power. The TARDIS is coming together. That's impossible. For you and me, maybe. when the Gravis really wants something, the TARDIS will be repaired. With a bit of luck, any moment, the plasmic outer walls of the TARDIS will seal. We'll be in our own dimension. If your theory is correct, I know, then the vital link between the Gravis and his tractator chumps... Hold on! What I. My favourite part of this whole thing is what is seeing when the. Oh, because the TARDIS is. Apparently blown up and destroyed and just the hat stands. Oh left. yeah.
1: That was the thing as well. I was like, I think that's where in my head I, I almost make something up this week and I was like, no, because the TARDIS went away. When I was watching, it, I was like, has the TARDIS gone away? I was like, oh no way. That like that would be explained, but it's apparently blown up and destroyed. This thing that like literally no one can move and they throw guns and bombs at it and it's fine, but now suddenly it's destroyed. I don't know.
0: Well apparently it's been like displaced with the power of the you know the Gravis underground, but I love the image of all just sort of the bits of the wall in the caves, like bits of it everywhere, and there's just a random door. Yeah, I
1: it. liked that. I did like that.
0: I quite like, and when they're actually in that in the console room, and there's all the bits of rock around them, it actually looks quite. It looks better actually with bits and pieces in it. I do. Yeah, I really like that. And then persuading the Gravis. That's a bit. I don't know. It's quite. It's a bit sort of comedy where he's like, "Come through the door," you know, and they get him in there, and they want him to. And he's like, don't press that button. And I can't... Like, how does he press the button? He does something, doesn't he? He presses the button. That's quite... Yeah, I mean, it's quite a simple explanation, but it is quite fun.
1: It does what it needs to do. It does what it
0: needs to do. Yeah, I feel like you're not too keen on it, or you... (laughs) It's (laughs) not not one that
1: I... And again, it could just be because I've watched it a bit ill. There were some nice characters in it, but there was no, like, mega characters of, like... That you love, you know, there's no silly character. It was all quite...
0: I don't know. I wasn't sure how you're going to think Mr. Range and Norna think they are our favourites. I
1: loved Mr. Range. I, I think, you know, when they're like, oh, they're down here. And he's like, they're everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I found it quite dramatic. I did not enjoy Mr. Range. The best part about this story for me was the amount that Turlow had to do at last really strong from Turlo, and that's the thing when Turlo's good he's really good I enjoyed some of the little elements of like the story how it plotted things along and then you know like you say the rebound all that sort of stuff I enjoyed that I'm not going to watch it again in a heartbeat <laughs> I'd say it's like a 5 out of 10
0: okay so oh, no, I, it's yeah, I not it's like
1: it's yeah there was enough to enjoy I got through it
0: that's all we that's all we can ask to get through it <laughs> <laughs> Some of them you just got to get through. Um, yeah. But no, I think, yeah, I think the Turlo stuff is great. When he's given stuff to do, he is a good actor.
1: Yeah, he's really um, good.
0: Yeah. And then it sort of ends on a bit of a cliffhanger because they're pulled like.
1: So I d- obviously, crashing. I don't even know what the name of the title is. I have no idea. But I'm presuming that maybe it's a Gallifrey thing because that was enough. And they kept saying the whole way through don't tell them on Gallifrey, don't let them know. And even right at the end, he goes, Remember if they say something, we didn't do anything. So I feel like it was pulling into something to do with that. That's what I feel. I could be wrong, but
0: Okay. Well, they because they take the gravis away to on another you don't see it, but the Doctor and Tegan are like they go and take him away, apparently, to live on a planet on his own. And obviously, I actually Turlo's...
1: wondered whether Turlo was gonna stay. Because he re like obviously he had a real connection to what these guys had done. That was like really good, and he was getting on with Norna. So I thought actually at the end of it when they were like, "You're going to help us rebuild," I thought he was going to stay. Sort of like a, I don't know, a replay of what happened with his pioneer that he could help this one.
0: Yeah, it you do see. Yeah, you could. I can see how you thought that, and I thought you would be thinking that when he started because you don't because just randomly all these episodes and Salim starts talking about his own planet yeah so yeah a for sure, Yeah, and usually they get a bit with well, this moment they get a bit of development is because they're leaving <laughs>
1: <laughs> usually yeah so. a lot of the
0: time uh but no he could have yeah i think he could have settled down with law Lor- uh norna if i can't get that right uh with uh we'll blame you being yeah Ill. that would have been that would have been good but um no, yeah, it's, it's a good one. And actually, there's loads of audio stories set in between when the Doctor and Tegan take the Gravis off. That's like a gap that's been filled. So... The Doctor and Teagan have a, a couple of there's a couple of CDs. There's a couple of CDs of the Doctor on his own. He's left Teagan in the TARDIS and Taylor on the Frontios. There's like like you could probably fit a whole season of audios within that gap of him taking the graphics off and then coming back. Right. <laughs> so when they land and you see him come out of the TARDIS and he looks, he's like, they've had a whole series in between there. Of course of they have. Of course. Well, next, I think I need to check on BrickBox. Right. Are you, are you still watching on Britbox? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, we've paid for it, love. I'm I'm watching it until okay. we're not paying anymore.
0: I think it's a two-parter. Oh, do you
1: want me to check?
0: It's a two-parter, but the two-parter. only way because I say I think... not. they're still I doing think, sub-t-
1: I mean, subtitles because they're still doing end credits. I haven't come up with their name. Hang on, I'll let it go. I'll wait. come up with it now.
0: Well, the I wasn't going to tell you. I was just going to... My plan was just to tell you it's a two-parter so you're like yeah it's a two-parter well i'm, I'm but... excited
1: if it is a two-parter but you're not even sure if it's a two-parter
0: well it is a two-parter
1: okay I'm going on and it
0: went out as a two-parter right because i think if i'm remembering this right because like the olympics was on or something right. so they edited the four-parter into two and it's a two-parter so it's two forty-five 45 minute episodes
1: right okay
0: so it it's technically basically a, is a
1: four-parter yeah <laughs> Okay, fine. fine.
0: But I was going to... My plan was just to tell you it was two and then not tell you how long they were. But no, I, I should prepare you. Of course you So see how you find that. So I think... So sometimes it's out... I think on the DVD and stuff, it's been like four, which they made it as four. But because of whatever was happening on the BBC at the time, they cut it. They made it into a 2.45 minutes. Okay. Which so I think... On iPlayer, it's 2.45 minutes. I think probably on Brickbox it's 2.45 minutes, so there you go, you've been prepared. I have. No excuse now. (laughs) Oh, and it's called Resurrection of the Daleks.
1: Oh, okay, right, so I'm guessing the Daleks are in it. That's what's pulling them
0: back. We've got past frontiers, that's all we can do. That's all we can do this week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's it, Mark. Where can you find us? Okay, fine.
0: There we are, that is it. So, well, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Who.
1: And you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who.
0: Yeah, we'll see you all next week for The Return of the Daleks, because we haven't seen them for a while. No. Oh. How exciting. Exciting indeed. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> to watch who.